Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP ink and toner cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Blind Living Radio. I'm your host, Harley Thomas, in the HP studio. And today I'm joined with Chris Kalen, who is a senior network engineer at IB Milwaukee. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Harley. You know what? This is going to be a good conversation for you and I. I think so. I'm a movie buff, but you're a bigger movie buff. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly, you're a movie buff because... I see you with kind of some old school DVDs. Right. I constantly see you with a little company called Netflix. Yes, that's their true. Their discs. I know you stream once in a while. Yes. Lots. Yes. And a bit. And you've seen a few movies in your lifetime. Uh, that would be accurate. Yes. That would be accurate. Yes. <laughs> and and so today. We're going to talk about how many movies Chris has seen, because it'll be kind of fun. How I many do you think you've seen? Oh, I, I honestly don't know. Several, possibly. It's a lot of hours. Let's just it's say a lot you, of hours. you have thousands of hours yes. of movie watching. Yes. Definitely pre-war, post-war. I mean, not just you know what's in the theaters. And what is your favorite genre? Oh, boy. Probably tied between what would be called film noir and the old German expressionist stuff, like from the 30s. Wow. Yeah. Like the old, old, old stuff. Old, 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 stuff. Very kind of a little out there. Do you like the, the recolorization? No. Hate it. No? You hate the recolorization? Yeah. No no Turner? It's just like watching dubbed movies versus subtitled. It's the same thing for me. I want to watch subtitled and that's it. You just want to watch the yep. movie in the way the filmmaker Absolutely. intended it to be seen. Yep. Absolutely. So you're a purist. I'm a purist. I like that. Yes. I bought LaserDisc back when that was a thing because they had the, it was the letterboxing rather than the pan scan. The pan scan. Right. Then you've got the Dolby sound. So do you have a good setup at home to watch these movies at? Believe it or not, it's only okay. Because for me, it's basically just about the movie. It doesn't need to be a, you know, shaking the walls kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it, but... I don't shake the walls either. Yes. No. I have a I have a nice TV, but my sound bar is... Eh. I'm a little better than a sound bar. But it's I don't have surround, for example. But You don't? No, but most of it's in the front. Most of the sound information is in the front anyway. So. Well, that's where the talking comes from, exactly. from under the TV, that's right? That's exactly it. And one of the things we really want to do, Chris, is we work with many blind individuals here at IB Milwaukee. Yep. And you and I see all sorts of amazing things that people can do. Absolutely. And the blind community here at IB Milwaukee, people are employed in jobs from IT, one Mm -hmm. of your fellow workmates, to accounting, to customer service, to the plant and manufacturing operation and management positions. And our guest today is a blind filmmaker from L.A. His name is James Rath. He's the blind filmmaker. And he did a documentary about how Apple saved his life. And he uploaded it on March 12th to YouTube. And it's gotten a huge amount of publicity the folks at Apple really like it. It's reported that Apple actually wants to talk to him about making technology more accessible. So, Chris, I think it's probably time that we get James Rath on the phone. But before we do that, I want to play a little bit of his newest film that he's uploaded to YouTube about how Apple saved my life. So let's just listen in to the first minute or so. My name is James. I'm 20 years old. I was born legally blind. I make movies, and this is the story of how Apple saved my life. 
Growing up with a visual impairment, I always felt there was a distance between myself and sighted individuals. Not having vision that was easily corrected was always difficult to cope with. And school was never easy for me. Being even subtly different in appearance made you a target for harassment. But when you add all the magnified papers and unusual tools I was given, just so I could kinda see my schoolwork, it would draw attention and frankly it felt very inconvenient for me. School administration would constantly blow up all my papers and textbooks on very large paper. Though helpful, it got heavy, unorganized, and uncomfortable quickly. Between 2007 and 2009, that was the darkest period of my life. I went to public school, and I just so happened to be different. Apparently that was enough for a slick group of ignorant kids to threaten me, mock my eyes, and constantly remind me every day that I was different, that I was less. At the age of 11, I tried to take my own life. I was diagnosed with depression and was suicidal for the following two years. So, Chris, this is a really good intro to his movie, and it continues on. The entire film is about four minutes and 13 seconds long. It's kind of cool. And you've watched it, I've watched it. It's very interesting. And why don't we get him on the line right now so he can tell the story firsthand? Sounds great. Hello? James, good morning. This is Harley Thomas with Blind Living Radio. How are you today, sir? Good. How are you? I am wonderful. I've got Chris Kalin here in the studio, one of my movie buff experts. Hello, James. Hi. How are you? And you have put together this little short film documentary, which is really great. And I'm hoping maybe you can share with our listening audience, because one thing we want to do on Blind Living Radio is inspire our audience that anything is possible. And you are a true testament that... From your middle school years and grade school years, which were not very easy for you, and you've developed into what you're calling yourself the blind filmmaker living in L.A. Yeah, thank you. Before we start, can you share with the audience a little bit about what your visual impairment is and kind of where you were diagnosed and maybe some of the struggles that you had as you were growing up, James? Yeah, sure. So I was born in Delaware originally, and uh, my, my parents noticed that my eyes were shaking as a kid a couple weeks after I was born and so they kind of took me to the ophthalmologist and I was diagnosed with ocular albinism and nystagmus and they were already somewhat familiar with it because my brother actually has the same conditions as well it was genetic and his aren't as bad as mine but I, I sort of fall under the spectrum of legally blind where he is sort of just visually impaired has like 2060 2070 vision and yours is 20 2200 right yeah it's about 2200 and then can sometimes get worse to like 230 250 depending on the diagnosis so james just so you know chris and i are both fully sighted we do work with many individuals here in our building that have visual impairments or are completely blind and so we're very familiar with this we have a few folks that have the same diagnosis you have that we work with in the office what inspired you to make this film that changed your life yeah, so I make videos off, and I recently in the last like, year sort of got more into accessibility and, and wanting to discuss and talk about technologies and 
stuff that just improves my everyday life. And I, I was trying to create a short film that would describe my story with assistive technology and what I use. However, it came down to the fact that all the technology that I have that is accessible to me, the majority of it is all Apple products. And besides like my, my cameras that allow me to like peak focus and like zoom in and everything. Sure. All my like computers, tablets, phones were all Apple products. And so I just decided to change it from how technology saved my life to how Apple saved my life. And to sort of give my thanks to this company that created products that allowed me to create and edit videos and really let me shape the videos that I want to create and the movies that I want to make um, rather than, you know, just having all this raw clips that don't have anything to do with it. I may want to put that together, all these clips, and create something more out of it. James, do you think disabilities have become more mainstream or acceptance of disabilities? Uh, Absolutely, but I I think there's still a lot of progress that needs to be made, especially in the media and... um, you know, there's films out there that disability is sort of just this token, seems like, and aren't represented accurately. And that's something that needs to change. And, and I've sort of talked about this recently, that it, it needs to start behind the camera and in the writer's room. You need to have the right representation accurately telling these stories. James, I think your story is one that may not have been easy to tell. Was was telling your whole story, was that difficult for you to go through? Absolutely relive all those hard years yeah i was never really vocal about sort of a dark period of my life where i was diagnosed with depression and had to sort of deal with all that bullying and just sort of being like reminded every time i go to school to try to learn that i'm different and i'm reminded of that every time i open up my eyes so i don't need some ignorant kids telling me that as well we should take a quick commercial break hear from our sponsor industries for the blind and ib milwaukee I'm Harley Thomas with Blind Living Radio in studio with Mr. Chris Kalin. And we'll be right back. Blind Living Radio will be right back after these messages. Are you blind or visually impaired? Are you seeking a job? Well, Industries for the Blind is dedicated to hiring people just like you. Just go to IBMILW.com slash careers and find out how you can become part of our wonderful team of blind and visually impaired professionals. That's IBMILW.com slash careers. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio, supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Learn more at IBMILW.com. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Harley Thomas, in studio with Chris Kalin from IB Milwaukee. Hello, Chris. Hello there. Well, we have been talking films, and we have the pleasure of having Mr. James Rath, who did a little film called How Apple Saved His Life. Hey, James, this is Chris. I was curious, what got you into filmmaking in the first place? Was it, Had you been exposed to film as a, as a young man or as a child and it was interesting? Or was it something that enabled you to simply just record your thoughts and it was just something you kind of stumbled across? I think two factors. One may have been, we have family friends that were in the industry, um, very close family friends that worked out here in Hollywood, working on big mainstream films, like Sony Pictures and stuff. But then just the fact that when I was eight, I was aware of all that kind of going on, but I came across a video camera, a camcorder in my parents' basement, and 
just curiously, I, I had always been like recorded by my parents, you know, growing up, you know, they, they like to take home videos and everything, but I never sure. tried looking through that little viewfinder and never bothered seeing what it was like being on the other side. So I was just kind of curious and, and I turned it on and saw this old toggle that would allow me to sort of zoom in and out. And then I saw the focus sort of changing and, and making things clear from across the room. And it suddenly just interested me to play with this device because I knew that this was originally made as a device to tell stories. I, I made some like little superhero films around my eight and nine years and then kind of got more and more into video creation as I grew up into my teens. So it was a sort of this accidental accessibility function that it, it was just something that sort of grabbed my attention and uh, mm -hmm. glad it did. So now that you've taken that step and you are a filmmaker, is looking into or becoming more informed on you know the 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 Hollywood classics or even foreign films is to expand your storytelling repertoire. Is that something you're fascinated by? I love movies. Uh, I love watching Hollywood films, and I do take some inspiration from some of them as well. But when it comes down to it, the way I create films is sort of unconventional. It's, it's a little different the way I have to accommodate myself, and I feel a little bit more independent when I'm doing it. So became less and less of a fan of having a huge set of people creating like these larger productions. And who knows, maybe in the future I'll, I'll warm up to that. I, I personally like to be as independent as possible, but with a small, trusted crew of people. Sure. Um, so I have come to love these more independent projects, smaller budget, but like things that are, are authentic and more real. And um, you've been very successful and, with it. You've had some some great scores on some film festivals and your movies do very well when they're judged against others and you've got got awards and accolades and these are smaller budget films correct yeah correct now that you're out in hollywood or you're in la and you are on your way to being a hollywood superstar or are you also represented by an agent now as a filmmaker do filmmakers get agents what are some of the things that you've had to do since you moved to the West Coast to kind of really get into the film marketplace? Well, I know right now, because I, I focus a lot on online video, it's a very accessible tool, and it's a space that I, I've been familiar with ever since I was 10 years old. I've had my YouTube account open since 2006. So that's something I'm sort of focusing on right now, creating online media and new media and stuff. There is a large group large population who, who creates on YouTube, and there's quite a few of us who are uh, representing disabilities on there, and so uh, I've been tapping into that sort of community, people who are, are advocates for accessibility, and even myself, I've been advocating for YouTube to include the ability to have a native audio description system. That would be great. That'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah, to make it more mainstream. Because I think descriptive video is something that many people miss. And that's an important part to making it more accessible to a very large audience. That That's something that I've been advocating for. Uh, YouTube has emailed me back, or engineers, and they've passed it along. They, I'm sure they can't confirm whether or not it's in development yet, but I'm hoping by the end of the year. I've been having a great amount of support for it, and that's something I've personally been making more videos about audio descriptions because Netflix has it, and it's perfectly implemented, so having that for like a huge amount of creators on YouTube. That, that's so much content that could easily become more and more accessible. 
So, James, our audience is looking for ideas and tips every now and then. So one question, do you have any secret tips to help people get started making films, especially our blind audience, and what equipment they might need? Is there a way for them to kind of get started with their creativity, I'll say on a shoestring budget, right, to kind of get started? Is there an entry-level camera you would recommend? I know you started with iMovie. And could you kind of share a little bit about that? Yeah, I easily recommend smartphones nowadays uh, just to get started. And I, I just made a video, an entire little short that was filmed entirely on an iPad. On an and iPad? Then, yeah, oh. uh, which has the same exact camera as like the iPhone. Right. So the video about how I use my phone to see through my eyes. James, is it easier when you use an iPad because you can magnify the screen more than you can if you shoot with an iPhone? It can be. I have the 6S Plus, so it's a larger screen, which I, I love the real estate on that. But on an iPad, yeah, it's if you the more real estate visually, the easier it is. There's all these accessories you can get, like tripod mounts. I have a mount for my iPad that allows me to put like a, a Rode shotgun microphone on it, and you plug oh. that in and get like clear sure. audio. There's a lot of inexpensive technology that you can get started with and film equipment. But like I have a lab mic that I use in a lot of my YouTube videos where I basically just hooked that up to my shirt. So the little tiny mic that plugs into my phone, it was only 70 bucks compared to like the systems that cost like 300 to $600. What about outside of the iPhone and iPad products? Do you shoot with, I believe I saw in the video, you actually shoot with some still cameras. Do you shoot any video on the still cameras? Or what kind of camera do you use for stills? And I use right now a Canon G7X for it's a point-and-shoot it's a great quality camera. There's also the Mark II that just came out, and there's also the G5X, which is a little bit more expensive, but has a, if you want a physical viewfinder, you have that option. Yeah, and then they got zooming and everything, and then if you want to move up to a DSLR, we can change the lens. Uh, there's some pretty, fairly inexpensive DSLRs that you can get, especially like some of the older models that aren't really honestly out of date, but there's just newer ones out. And I think you can find those for like anywhere from three to $500, like a Canon T3i, Nikon, D100, D3100, something like that. Yeah, James, there's all sorts of great equipment out there. We're at the end of our show, and we're actually running short on time, but I do want to ask, where can people find out more about James Rath, the story, your YouTube channel? Where can we go to learn more? Yeah, James Rath at LA, uh, R-A-C-H, no W, I'm not that angry. Basically, I'm just James Rath on the web, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr. I always include image descriptions in my Instagram posts, and uh, I try to include them with images on Twitter as well. And yeah, That's great. I look forward to seeing more of your work. James, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks for being on Blind Living Radio. I'm Harley Thomas in studio with Chris Kalen. We will see all our listeners next week. Thanks, everybody. Blind Living Radio is proud to be supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. To learn more about Industries for the Blind, go to IBMILW.com and find out how you can directly help support the blind community. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP ink and toner cartridges, precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. I'm James Rath. I'm a legally blind filmmaker, and you're listening to Blind Living Radio.